Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Welcome to Self Destruction Podcast. Um, okay, so I did my introduction episode yesterday, and I'm really thinking about how I want to structure this podcast going forward. And what I think this is going to be, what I think my my uh, my main theme around this is going to be, is a podcast around mindset. Um, a podcast around uh, some of it will be current. Uh, things that are happening in the news. Some of it will just be the things that happen in my life and maybe how they maybe relate to current things in the news. Some of it will just be treating this like an audio diary. But the main thing that I want to convey here is that this is going to be about mindset. It's going to be about my mindset and exploring my feelings and my opinions and how that relates and affects me in my everyday life. So the way I've decided I'm going to start doing this is um, I've actually gone and and I've, I man when I, I did my old podcast the thing that I used to do is I would just riff and I would just have just um, a, one theme and just kind of go off of that one theme until I had nothing else to say and then it was done and over with and then I just ended my podcast. The way I'm going to do this one. Um, is I've actually been writing out things throughout the day and I, I've got notes that I'm going to look at and I'm looking at um, and I'm thinking about things that are in the news and, uh, and as they come up and as I explore my feelings, I'm writing them down. And I, it's going to be interesting because I've bullet pointed a lot of what I want to talk about today. And um, yeah, I just think it's going to be a whole different way to explore who I am as a person and what... Um, what kind of got me to this point? So here's for anyone that didn't hear the the episode that I released yesterday. Uh, for anyone, and I really haven't talked too too much about this, but the idea here is that I was never really honest with myself. I was never really honest about the person that I was, the people that were around me. And not that I necessarily lied, well, not even necessarily, not that I even lied. It's just some things I didn't feel were worth arguing over. So a lot of my reaction to the things people said that I disagreed with was throw my hands in the air. Just, okay, that's fine. Just, just kind of shrug it off. And just keep my mouth shut, you know, in my mind, not in, you know, not to their face or whatever, but just in my mind, I would just kind of shrug and just go, okay, um, just agree with them or just shake my head, yes, and that's kind of um, what my relationship was like with people that I didn't disagree with, and what ended up happening was is that ended up um, spilling over into all other parts of my life, which would be like social media and the kind of people that I surrounded myself with, and just going down those kind of rabbit holes. So, for example. Um, I own a gun, and I actually want to get another one. I actually want to buy a shotgun. I don't know what kind, though. Uh, so if anybody is listening to episode two, which I very highly doubt, or if maybe if somebody goes and they start listening to episode 10 and they make, you make your way all the way back to episode two and you hear this, cool. Uh, leave a review and let me know in the review or something like that. But uh, I want to um, buy a shotgun, and I don't know what kind. So, um, but I, I owned a, I own a gun. I own a handgun. I own an SMP shield. And the, you know, it was my first gun starter. I th- shoot. I think it was like maybe 350 bucks or something like that, somewhere around there. And I, I, uh, 
I took the gun out for the first time to go take it shooting, and I used I used to shoot a lot when I was a kid. Well, not a lot. I, I shot a couple times when I was a kid. But I used to shoot guns when I was a kid, and I hadn't done it in a while. So I was probably like, I don't know, my 10, 11, 12 or something like that, maybe. And so uh, my first gun was, you know, that I bought myself was last year, last summer. And so, I don't know, it's been a solid 20, 20 years since I shot a gun, 25 years maybe since I shot a gun. And uh, went to the shooting range with a friend of mine, and we were shooting the gun, and he was shooting his, and I got a video of him shooting his gun, and uh, he didn't get one of me, but uh, I, I remember him turning around and being like, hey, dude, uh, I don't care if you, you know, take a video, but just don't post that anywhere. And him and I both had the same kind of thought process, which was, you know, it's cool that we do this, but don't post this on social media because our the people that we're, we're friends with will basically crucify us for being gun owners. And I mean, I, I mean, I remember being like very, very nervous about people finding out that I had a gun because I didn't want I didn't want people to know because I was afraid of them. I don't know, like just fucking exiling me from society. And it was little things like that. So I always kept little things like that from people. And like the fact that uh, I listened to Howard Stern every day and I just, I couldn't express myself with those kind of things. Like I could never like on my Instagram feed, I could never like have Howard Stern playing in the background. Like if I was doing an Instagram story or, or I could never like, post anything that I thought was funny that he did um, because people would just be disgusted by it. And unfortunately, I surrounded myself with people who thought they were like-minded and, you know, they ended up, uh, they ended up, um, you know, really kind of turning on me and I didn't get, I didn't get to, um, and like I said, for anybody that didn't listen yesterday, this is, I'm, I, I may seem kind of sporadic in a lot of what I'm sharing, but that's because I'm getting comfortable with actually voicing a lot of my opinions on, on some of the stuff and voicing and, and talking about the story of what actually happened to me. And I'll reveal little bits as I go on, the more I get comfortable with this. But um, yeah, I basically started surrounding myself with people that thought that I was like them. And they found out that I guess I wasn't, and they thought that that was that made me a disgusting human being, and I didn't get to, um, I couldn't, I could never really voice my own opinion because I knew I would just be shouted down, and anything I said would just be used against me at that point. So uh, I just, sh I just shut up and I just left the fucking, you know, left the the city. So. That's kind of um, that's kind of what started this whole podcast thing again. Me re re um, redoing it, which was like this time around, I'm just gonna be very straight up and honest with everything and and how I feel about things and being able to rant about all of the stuff that I think uh, people should know about me and my opinions. And anybody that doesn't like it can you know can take a hike. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. Um, but you know, so I never you know so like. Yeah, owning a gun and all that kind of stuff um, was um, one of those things where I just I never could voice that opinion, and I could never really tell people that that's what uh, that's the kind of stuff I was into. 
uh, to be honest with you, I don't even remember how I got started talking about this particular subject. But what I want to do is I want to go through now. Um, I just want to talk about some things um, that... So I, I guess the biggest thing that I saw today was this... Um, this uh, incident where uh, a bunch of rich people and celebrities were buying their kids way into into college. They don't have too too much to say about this, but look, this is this is going to be uh, this if it hasn't already. And I try not to look at too much other news media. I try to just look at the news. I don't try to listen to what other people are saying about it. But I'm sure some people are saying that this is what um, this is a problem. You know, this is. This is a, a, a rich person. Um, you know, this is an example of rich people being evil or rich people manipulating the system or something like that. And, you know, you don't have to have money to be an asshole. You don't have to have a lot of money to be corrupt. You can do fucked up corrupt things uh, and, and, and not have any money. Um, you know, so uh, this, is not a, this is not a rich versus poor or I'm sorry, this is not like a, um, I mean, this is, yeah, this is, a, this is, this is not a rich versus poor kind of situation. This is, this is just a, a thing that people do when they have any kind of power, whether it's you're, you're working at fucking McDonald's and you, you, you know, you, you take a, uh, an extra hamburger on the way out or you fucking, you know, you, you're a rich asshole and you, you got a bunch of money. You want to get your kids into college. This is just something that people do no matter how much money they have. Um, you know, I remember back in the early to, late 90s, early 2000s, it was common knowledge that George W. Bush uh, was a C student. And he even has a, there's a, there's a what's it called, a, a, a YouTube clip, a video that you could watch where he brags about it. And he, he says something to the effect of, and to all those C students out there, I say that you too can be president. He bragged about it that he was a C student and he got into Yale and he was a terrible student in Yale. And we all knew that he got in because, his, because of his dad's legacy and because his dad probably you know got him in because of money. It was no secret. So I don't know why it's a secret now that people are doing this. But you know, going back to... Um, mindset and that's why one of the things I want to focus on here something you got to remember that people are just so mad about that you know they they poor you know rich people being assholes and this is what they do with their money and and this is corruption this is disgusting and yada 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 the problem is is that there are always going to be people that game the system. There are always going to be people that use their influence, no matter what that is, to get ahead. And and they're they're going to use they're going to use whatever they have to they're going to use whatever abilities they have to get ahead. And now, if that's like someone who's super muscular, then they're going to use their muscles to you know to to their advantage. If some if 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 a, of a girl, some girl's like super fucking hot, she's going to use her attractiveness to get ahead. And she's not, you know, some people have a lot of money. They're going to use that. Um, that's just how things go. And yeah, there are, there are advantages and disadvantages. And there are a lot of, you know, they're unfair. And, you know, people aren't all equal in all aspects. Um, not that they shouldn't be treated equal or given equal opportunity. But they are not equal as far as being born. Like I am a, you know, five foot nine 
white guy with almost no muscle mass, I will never uh, be in the NBA. Um, you know, that's that's not you know we're not all equal in that sense. But um, it, uh, the, one of the things I want to I really want to hone in on that on this is is just because other people get ahead, that doesn't affect you. Some people want. I mean, look. I, obviously, what they did. I don't have to say it. It's a. It's a. It's a federal crime. Um, yeah, these people should, you know, pay. Uh, uh, pay for that. Um, they should do jail time or whatever um, ends up happening to them. But yeah, they they should end up doing jail time. But I don't. I don't look at this as these people did this shitty thing and therefore this is the reason why this is the this is the reason why America's terrible this is the reason why you know poor people can't get ahead this is because people with money have all of this this influence and and blah 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 someone some person getting into college i mean statistic i mean technically if you want to get into it uh, uh you know they can only accept so many people per year so of course they push their person in, so you know someone else doesn't get in. But it doesn't mean you can't go to the next best college. It doesn't mean you can't still make a living. It doesn't affect you as a person. It doesn't mean that you. Know, it doesn't mean that you are fucked for the rest of your life. You can still get out. You can still do things. You don't have to do things just because someone else is winning. Doesn't mean you're failing necessarily. Um. The other thing I want to talk about with that is that that just shows this whole thing of like these these celebrities and paying all this money to get their kid into school, like how much we really, we just care too much about other people's opinions. You know, a lot of people did this because they want their kid to go to a good school because they wanted, you know, you know they wanted, you know, I mean, in that one case, I don't remember what, her, what the one woman's name is, the woman that played Aunt Becky on... Uh, Full house, you know, she paid five hundred thousand dollars for her kid to go to go to school. It's like, I don't know. She cared so much about that, or about her daughter's education, and it's just it's this weird thing where I, where I'm looking at that situation. I'm going, she could have done so much with that five hundred thousand dollars, but at the same time. I, the reason why she did it is because she cared what her friends thought. She wanted. She wanted. That's how badly she wanted her daughter to get into that school. And I really going back to what I where I started with this whole thing is, and I realize on a smaller level, I'm guilty of the same thing. I'm, I give a shit about what people are saying. And so this podcast is not going to be just about change. It's just not just me like what my mindset is. It's going to be changing my mindset, not giving a fuck about what other people you know say and. Not giving a fuck about what other people think about me. Um, I'm gonna hold true to like to the things that I believe and the things I say. And people are gonna come back and say that this podcast sucks. Um, and right now it kind of does because I'm still trying to work through a lot of the format and how things should go. And I will get better at this as time goes on and speaking my mind and more comfortable with it. But this is the thing that I you know this is the something I just have to work on. And in a year or two, I'll be so much better and so much more polished and so much more educated. And it'll be a way, way better thing. But, you know, God damn, how much did she actually, I mean, she really gave a shit about what other people think. And I was no different at the point in my life, um, you know, over the last couple of years until probably about two months ago. Um, 
I really, I've realized that I gave a shit about, I gave too much of a shit about what other people thought about me to the point where I was hiding this other person. You know, one of the reasons, I, I don't know, you know, what anybody's um, age demographic is on this, that's listening to this, but uh, I'm old enough to remember when Paul Rubens got caught jacking off in a movie theater. And for those of people that don't know, Paul Rubens was uh, the person who played Pee Wee Herman. There was a show called Pee Wee's Playhouse. And Pee Wee's Playhouse was a kid's show, but everyone watched it. Like, parents watched it. I mean, it was a phenomenon back in the day. But when you think of, like, a porn theater, which they had those in New York back then, when you think about a porn theater... Everyone knew that people went in there to jack off. Like that's just what people did. People went in there to masturbate. People went in there to um, uh, whatever, watch porn and all that kind of bullshit. And it wasn't the fact that Paul Rubens was caught jacking off. It wasn't the fact that a guy was in there and was caught masturbating. It was that Paul Rubens was known as Pee Wee Herman, who was this person who. Um, uh, was in charge of a kid's show and we're supposed to pretend like someone who entertains our children does not have sexual desires away from all that. He's not just a normal fucking average person. We put these people on this platform where we say, this is the area in which you operate. This is where, this is this is your zone. You are only to educate my children, or not educate, uh, you're only to entertain my children, you're only to have this TV show, you're only to do, um, you know, XYZ thing, and outside of that, you are not allowed, you have to hide being a normal person. Now, I'm not saying what, he's, what he did wasn't illegal and all that kind of stuff, uh, and what, you know, wasn't inappropriate, but... If it was just a regular guy, no one would have given a fuck. But it was Pee Wee Herman. It was Paul Rubens. And that's why everybody freaked out because he's not we, – we never viewed him in that way. And his mugshot made it that much more um, upsetting because he was like – he had scraggly like long hair and like a goatee and he looked nothing like the guy that we saw on TV. And that's why it was so shocking and upsetting. People couldn't stop talking about it. So, um, yeah, I, I think that, that that that's how, in my case, people saw me as this person that was, um, you know, I gave business knowledge. Uh, I talked about my artwork, and my artwork is very light and fluffy and and just very junk food. It's not, you know, it's not, there's nothing sexual about it. It's just supposed to be fun. And that's what I like to paint. I just like to paint fun stuff. But when people found out about my perverted, quote unquote, found out about my perverted sense of humor, they were shocked. But my sense of humor was always perverted. I mean, I, I was I was coming up with these, I, the, the art show that I was going to do before uh, the place I lived decided they wanted to kick me out um, was called We're All Pink on the Inside, which is a total sexual reference. Um, you know, I, I'd always, all, I painted a giant, uh, skateboard in the shape of a dick. Like all of my shit was, was had perverted stuff built into it. So I don't understand why people were so surprised that like my sense of humor, um, also 
followed suit. I just don't understand that. And maybe it's just because it wasn't like publicly known. But you know, a lot of the stuff that was was being said was that I made inappropriate comments. Well, yeah, I fucking make inappropriate art. I do inappropriate shit. It's funny. It's what's funny to me. And I would never do it like to like to hurt someone. Like I'd never. I don't know, like grab a girl's ass just to be a funny asshole because that's like, I would never do that. But like if someone said something and it sounded funny, I would point it out and I would make maybe a perverted comment about it. Nothing's coming to mind at the moment. But and if that makes someone feel uncomfortable because they're stuck up, well, then I'm sorry, but fuck you. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't care. So anyway, um, I don't know where I was going with all that, but... Um, yeah, so I you know I, I want to start talking about more shit that I'm into and all that kind of crap. Um, what else? What else is going on? Um, oh, one of the things with the college thing too, the, the special exceptions. You know, they the way that they got around this cheating scandal was so, or the this you know getting people into the college thing was so interesting. They were basically um, it was a special acceptance kind of situation where so so someone would sit there and go yeah my uh, my my son my daughter has a learning disability they they need a longer amount of time and basically because they need that longer amount of time they could take the 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 test the SATs to get in they could take it um alone because they need a longer because so they basically go to the doctor and say yeah my my kid has a learning disability the doctor would say okay here you go and then they would give it to the teacher cool you get you can take the test alone and the teacher would end up filling out the SAT for them. And so one of the things I started thinking about was like how much creating special exceptions for people create an environment of cheating. The thing that people don't understand, the people, a lot of things that people don't realize is that when you give, people are always trying to gain game the system. They're always trying to figure out workarounds. They're always trying to figure out how they can um, gain special access where other people can't. And this is happening in a lot of different areas. This is happening with, um, you know, and this is why I, this is happening with with identity politics. It's happening with with just the way our political system works. It's happening with everything. Where people are saying there's these special exceptions. Uh, one that pops to, pops into mind is that um, like racism is only a white thing. Like black people can't be racist. Um, you know, and, and, I, and I've and I and I hear what people are talking about, where they're saying, okay, well, well, I'm I'm you know I'm a white person, so I have power over other people. Supposedly, this is what they're saying that I have power over people. And that that power is racist in just in the, the fact that it, it exists because I'm white and I have power over somebody. But my, my thought process around that is if a, uh, a black person or any, any other, just any other race decides they're going to, you know, rob me through brute force, uh, whether that's a gun, whether that's beating me up, whether that's anything, is that not having power over me? Do they not have power to financially take things away from me? Um, so in that sense, I, I look at that as a form of power, which I would think that 
um, you know, racism, racism, maybe by their definition, can't exist overall, but it exists in that moment if that's your definition. So, um, you know, I do think that there is, um, you know, there is a level of complexity to that statement that people do not think about when say it's not a, it's not just a one size fits all blanket statement. But um, back to this uh, special exceptions eating uh, equal equaling cheating um, kind of thought process, which is anytime you you create this narrative that oh no 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 like it's only you know like racism is only this way it's only for white people that because they have power. Whenever you create special exceptions and rules to things like that, you never get a great outcome. You always and there are people that will use that premise to game the system in their favor so that they can push that power, whatever they've they've gained from the people on other people. And here's here's I guess my, my final thought on that is you're never going to win in the long run by taking these short term like little these little shortcuts. You're never gonna win by you're never gonna win by okay, they have power over me, so somehow I have to find a way to get power over them so that we can equal this whole thing out. Um, it just doesn't it just doesn't work. And the best thing that I can ever say in these kind of situations is, God damn it, if you're just a fucking good person, you're you're gonna win with everyone. And I I I'm just so over the identity politics. I'm so over, you know, the the idea that everyone has to cheat just to win a little bit, and it's okay if you do it because you're disenfranchised or you're uh, you're a victim or you're, you know, it's it's okay to do that if you're those if they're that kind of person. But um, if it's somebody with money or power, then it's terrible, and it's not. It's terrible both ways. And um, you know we see it right now in identity politics, and we see it with rich people getting their children uh, into schools. We see it in both ways. And and uh, yeah, I, I any any bad behavior is bad in my book. It doesn't matter what gender, what race, what sexual orientation, what religion you are. Bad behavior is just bad behavior overall. And uh, there's there's no um, when you when you game bad behavior and you justify bad behavior for short-term wins, you're basically playing checkers uh, while the world will continue to play chess. And so you'll eventually win that game or you'll eventually lose that game in the long run. Um, what else did I want to talk about today? Uh, I think that might almost be about it. You know, it's weird. Um, one of the, Actually, one of the things I do want to talk about um, – Man, I listened to Howard Stern today, and he had that book came, that came out or that's coming out called Howard Comes Again. And I have already downloaded or uh, pre-ordered my copy of Howard Comes Again, and I'm super excited about it. Even though I'm not really, even though my 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 least favorite thing about what he does are the interviews. I just I like him. I don't necessarily care for the people he interviews. Sometimes I do listen to him. Um, but I really just like him and I like the goofiness and I like all the, the fake songs today, which by the way, if you listen to uh, the one today, they talked about, um, oh, they talked about <laughs> the, uh, Gary and the girlfriend that he, uh, I guess came in her butt 
and she pooped his cum out, and, and they uh, she asked him to look at it. Anyway, there's a really funny song that was, you know, in with that. But it's so funny. So it's like all of this stuff is happening, and I'm 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 I'm, I'm listening to the show today, and they're talking about <laughs> Gary's ex girlfriend or girl he dated or whatever uh, pooping has come out, and then like an hour later. I guess Wendy Williams said some terrible shit about him and he just went off on her. And I, I feel like he said some things. I, I think they're on break next week, but I think he said some things that he's going to regret and that some people will, would consider slightly racist or sounding racist. And I think he'll, I think he'll apologize for it. I think he's not going to apologize for the way he feels I think he's gonna apologize for the thing he the things he said though, once he talks to his therapist. But it's a very it's very interesting listening to him going through what I went through, and then listening to him. And I just keep asking myself the question like, how does this motherfucker not get in trouble for anything? Like I get it. Like I get his fans are like that's what he built his fan base on, and this is also why I'm I'm building this kind of podcast right now because um you know i want to build a fan base that does it's not gonna you know fucking get annoyed with every little thing that i say i I want people to have my same mindset but today i felt like he really like he really pushed it i mean he was calling her a cunt and a bitch and he said that she she looked like E.T. in a wig, and I feel like that's the comment that could be construed as racist. But here's the interesting thing. I don't think he'll get in trouble for it at all. And the reason why is because, yeah, he's got a bunch of loyal followers that listen to him nonstop. But also because he's behind a paywall. And most of the people that, most of the people that, I mean, not most, I mean, it's got to be all, 99% of the people that listen to the show, they're there because they love him. And so people aren't going to be that critical, and I don't really feel like it's going to escape that bubble. And so I think long-term, the, the, the idea behind this podcast is to kind of have a self con- self-contained show that, you know, can I build an audience, and can I have some kind of paywall? Can I have this free maybe hour up front and then maybe an additional two hours that are paid for or can I offer some kind of something to kind of get myself behind a paywall where people where I'm I'm going to be free to say whatever I want whenever I want to whoever I want and not be judged for it because while I can say dumb stuff and I can joke around People will know my actual integrity and know that I'm not um, just because you say something doesn't mean you're going to do something. Uh, just like we have thoughts all the time, like you know about killing the person that cut us off in traffic. We're not actually going to go kill them. Um, but I, so I, I think that that's my my plan for this long term, and I'm I'm just kind of looking at the other people that have built these kind of audiences where they're really not afraid of society. They're not afraid of people and what, what may or may not happen to them. And so um, 
I really envy that and I really aspire to have that. And the the main, the, you know, the end goal with this is to have that thing where I can make money doing the podcast, but then also promote my artwork and, and talk about that and talk about my, what I'm going through with all of that stuff. So, I mean, there's a bunch of different goals here, but right now I think the thought process is talk about things that are popular in media, talk about how they, how, what my opinions on them and, and, and kind of just um, figure out how that ties into my life and how I want to portray myself and my opinions and my ideas going forward. So it's going to be like this mix of like Adam Carolla meets Howard Stern. I don't know, meets like some politics or whatever, but I, and I'd like to start doing some interviews on this thing. I'd like to start just really, really making this a hundred percent authentic in me and just really um, just having fun with this and exposing people to actually who I am as a person. So that's it. Um, I appreciate everyone who listened to this today. If you haven't, which I'm sure you haven't because it's only episode two, hit the subscribe button. Tell me if you love this or if it sucks because I love that opinion um, of yours. Uh, and that's it. Uh, I'll talk to you all tomorrow. All right, bye.